Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a car. Hey, Doug, your weather got out of your fence, got drunk, and is in my backyard. Can you come <laughs> get it, please? Nope, you can have it. Is is that why Tommy's having a problem today so far? <laughs> I don't know, but it was damn chilly yesterday, and the uh, sun finally came out tonight. Uh, but it, the uh, temperature is going to drop. We're going to have a freeze tonight. Nah, that's not good. That means uh, we already can't get oranges. Oranges are already the most expensive they've been. You've already had problems with oranges, and this ain't going to make it any better, John. Hey, they don't grow on trees, Doug. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, they do. All right, never mind. Okay. <laughs> did you hear the dog, John? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Being an idiot and pausing the show and all this other stuff, but <laughs> we're just going to continue with that. Well, of course we are. But that's how we roll. But I'm, now he's back in the room, and I'm ready to throw him out the door and put him out in the backyard. He's driving yep. me nuts. He's used to eating around this time. We're recording, so it's all about him. You know, we he usually we uh, usually eat at this time, and this is making him unhappy right now. Oh, it's the end of the world. No, but are, what are they saying though? It, something's going on with the oranges, with the trees. As far as uh, what's it called that you guys are having? They're smaller and stuff like that right now. I don't really know. I haven't heard anything about it, honestly. Yeah, it was something that comes only so many years that uh, it was due to all the the rain or the weather that you guys had this year. It don't happen all the time, and these insects or something are messing with the trees, and you. It's making the oranges grow smaller and fall off the trees earlier. And they're saying it's going to be a, a, a bad harvest this year for Florida with the oranges. Yeah, well, then the orange juice is going to be expensive. And it already is because of COVID. Because yeah. vitamin C supposedly helps you with COVID, so. No, it helps. It's supposed to help with colds and any yeah. of that stuff. So. Yeah, so it's all, everybody's already uh, into the vitamin C. So we're going to be paying, uh, what, 
probably about 12 hours a gallon for that soon <laughs> like we well, are yeah, everything you else out, you have to go out and limb for it you know yeah so but <laughs> anywho yeah you are you taping the game have you heard the game yeah uh we're taping it but it doesn't i, I keep checking the score it, i see a little bit of a, a struggling comeback but it doesn't look very promising yeah, yeah it's 27 but... 13 now they just did yeah. score uh I will say this, Brady is playing bad, real bad this game. I mean, he and he start he's playing the whole game like he started off against us, missing throws. Remember, like the first couple series, he wasn't yeah. accurate. Well, it's yeah. been that way the whole game. The only difference is our whole defense is coached by an idiot, number one, and we don't have the we don't have Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller, and even when he's not not being sacked he's being hit and tommy don't like to be touched and he's already yeah. got his first personal foul of his entire career because vaughn miller and him hit helmet to helmet a little bit like and vaughn miller held him up and brady lost his mind because he got a bloody lip john <laughs> i mean he's playing football he john he's not supposed to get bloody at all he started yelling at the official it cost him 15 yards i have to say i was very happy it wasn't sad johnny I don't think you would be. No. Anyway, I know Judas and Tommy are hating me right now. And you're not too much of a fan of mine either. <laughs> that's all right, Doug. We beat the Eagles. And honestly, yeah. at the end of the day, that's all I cared about. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I honestly didn't think we stood a chance. After that, I, like I told you, I didn't think we were going to win. I thought we were going to play. I thought it was going to be closer than the nine and a half. But once uh, we had them done on third and ten and the rough and the passer came, I knew it was all over. I mean, we actually rubbed his shoulder, I think it was, and it was a rough and the passer. When Troy Aikman, who hates the Eagles more than any team in the NFL, and I don't blame him because we were division rivals, when him, Joe Buck, and the head official said, if that is rough and the passer, they've not, they, all three of them said that was not rough and the passer. They couldn't believe it was even called. Oh, you you mean when they tried to take his knees out? Yeah. No, they yeah, didn't okay. try to. No, 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 no. Dude, dude, stop. I mean, he, he gets he has more rough in the passers in one season than McNabb had his entire career. He's been babied, and I can't take him. But you guys can love him. He's and 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 he's no Joe Montana because if he played in the Montana era, he would never have survived. Never. He wouldn't be playing until he's 44. And the other one that looked great, too, was Aaron Rodgers looked pathetic last night, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, I heard uh, the best one today, uh, Doug. That was the uh, second time that we saw it. Aaron Rodgers had a shot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, ooh. Cross the bow. <laughs> Cross the bow. Yeah, that was pretty good, though. They said between, between uh, Jet, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers have had – a winning record, like above nine games won 23 times and only two Super Bowl wins. That's pretty sad. Now Brady Yeah, just... they get to the playoffs and then fart on themselves. So, but... Yeah, well, yeah. Vaughn Miller just sacked Brady and caused a sack fumble, John. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, but, but you know what? Really, this 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 weekend has shown that... Home field advantage number... ain't... What's That's... that? Home field advantage isn't what you need. The number... <laughs> The, yeah, the number one seed doesn't mean a whole lot, does mm. it? I mean, honestly, both number one seeds are out. Yes. So, I mean, and, and you wonder why, uh, you know, coaches sit their starters that last game, even if they're in contention for it. I mean, 
uh, honestly, uh, Health Green means Bay more. and uh, yeah, yeah, Green Bay and uh, and uh, Tennessee both nothing. So. Well, I think Tennessee shot themselves in the foot by going back to, and we're sorry about the fantasy football and NFL football podcast here, but this is life too that we talk about. But I think Tennessee shot themselves in the foot by trying to turn the entire game into King Henry again. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Yep, they went back to like the poor guy had never been hurt, and that's yeah. crazy. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we just the, the Bucks got a turnover, Johnny. It was a bad snap on a, on a shotgun. They just got like a 30-yard fumble recovery. <laughs> well, that'll work. Yeah, I think the official probably put some Vaseline on the ball for Tommy. And now we'll see if Brady can do anything. Yeah, they're trying to help him. They, I, I swear, I seen the official go up to the center's glove and rub all kind of crap on it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not lying about that, Johnny. But yeah, yeah. that sounds a little personal. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But now nah, there's a, I, I, I mean, I was rooting for. What happened was uh, the center snapped the ball and the quarterback wasn't even ready for it. He was on his own snap count. <laughs> uh, but anywho, I was rooting for Buffalo and. Uh, Buffalo and the Rams actually be in the Super Bowl. And even though I love Andy Reid and all that, and I do like the Chiefs, and if they do go, that's who I'll be rooting for. Because, you know, Chiefs are a team I've always rooted for with my American Indian heritage. But those poor Bills have never won one. And I, you know, I, I, I kind of wouldn't. Uh, Jim Kelly. Uh, yeah. Jim Kelly. Yep. Yep. I, I kind of wouldn't be upset if they did. But it looks like your Bucks are going to make a game of this. It's going to be 27-20, I think, before you know it, Johnny. Well, hell. Yep. So how's, has, how has as the bus turns been this week? Uh, not too bad, I don't think. I think everything's pretty smooth other than the chilly weather. I, I know you hate hearing me complain about, you know, 35 degrees when you're probably battling 15. But nonetheless, it's been a little chilly. It was – it was uh, uh, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's, uh, standard. They starting the, uh, the new Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, uh, buses, I think started today. Um, so they're practicing those. I can, I'm waiting to see one out on the road, but I haven't seen one yet. So. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Hopefully you can see one on the road when you, uh, aren't working so you can take a couple shots of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know the. Really, the, the main route is only going to be from the actual uh, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser to Batu and Hollywood Studios, but then they're also going to have routes from there to Disney Springs, but that's going to be their Earth destination when yeah. they're going to Earth. So, uh, yeah. Well, I think that, to be quite honest with you, if people don't drive down there, I think they should have special... Uh, what what was the uh, what was Luke Skywalker's car called? I mean, uh, plane called car. His uh, spaceship God. called. Car. What was it called? What was it? X-wing fighter. The X-wing fighter. They should have a bunch of X-wing fighters that pick people up at the airport for the amount of money you're spending for this whole Star <laughs> Cruiser weekend. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Yeah, they they should make you the droid in the back for the ride from the airport or something. I mean, for the amount of money you're paying to do this, that's what I would think anyway. But it's going to be exciting to see the bosses. It'll be exciting to hear the reviews about uh, what everybody thinks. So. I doubt seriously if we have any of our listeners that are going to spend the money to go stay there. I'd be excited if somebody did, but I, I don't know. If, I think we're a little too uh, working class to, 
have anybody affording that type of stuff. But yeah. it is what it is. I mean, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I could see if uh, I, I we might have a few, John. I mean, we got maybe to, Robbie, maybe yeah. Robbie. Yeah, I I don't think Robbie's into Star Wars, John. I would, I, I okay. think, yeah, I don't. If he th- was, yeah, yeah, if he I mean, was, I could see if I could see if Judith and Tommy's boys were younger, if they love Star Wars, I could see them getting into that. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see. Well, they're keeping them in the game now. They just called a personal foul on fourth and twelve against a per, uh, pass interference call. So. To keep him in, it was fourth and twelve, and they threw it. He, he Tommy threw one up, uh, a no look pass, twenty yards downfield, and they gave him the pass interference. So you still got fighting here. But anywho, I don't know. I'm ex- I'm excited to see some of the reviews, good or bad, just to see what's going on with this. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. And and uh, the buses that actually go to Disney Springs and stuff, they're gonna have on their marquees. Uh, Registered guests guests only. So I guess uh, the bus driver is going to have to be responsible for checking uh, IDs before you get back on the bus. So yeah, that ought to be very interesting. Yeah, that ought to be fun. Yeah, I could just see the father on the stroller that don't feel like pulling out his ID to prove. <laughs> I don't know if you're spending that much money. You know what you're in for. You would think that you also want to uh, probably protect your environment. You know and and. Uh, not have a gaggle of uh, uh, looky loos coming by, yeah. but I don't know. I was, I was, my last run was at Animal Kingdom to Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I pulled in, and uh, one of the tour groups, uh, some of the tour groups are back. You know, the people with the flags, and about fifty, yeah, sixty, maybe seventy-five uh, young people following the person with the flag. And they all went to Saratoga Springs uh, bus terminal, got in line, and then we're all trying to get onto one bus to go to Saratoga Springs. Now, what do you think they're trying to do, Doug? Do you really think they're staying at Saratoga Springs? No, they are not. They, you know, they are getting off at the the stop and walking over to uh, uh, Disney Springs. So. No, they're causing trouble is what they're doing, John. Yes, and and, and that's oh, that's going to be a big issue. I mean, uh, if you're in a tour group, you would think that you would have been able to afford enough to get your coach to drive you from Animal Kingdom to Disney Springs. I mean, come on, guys. So. No, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how all this goes down. I'm 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 excited to see. Uh, I'm really excited to see the reviews, though. I mean, I, I honestly. I hope it's a success because I I don't root against. Everybody thinks I do. I'm not rooting against. I'm not rooting against Disney. I root against what they charge people, but I don't want to see this uh, be a failure. But I don't know how. I don't know how people are going to be able to go back there like me and you do Riverside in your resorts, John. I don't. I, I think they're going to run out of people that want to go do this. I, yeah. I don't, I, I I don't see it. I think this is a one and done. Yeah, this is a one and done thing, I would think. You know, maybe twice if you have a gaggle of kids. But if you have a six and a, say you have an eight and a ten year old, I think that's probably the time you want to take them and then you'd be done. You're not going to do it next year when they're nine and 11. So, I mean, unless you really have the money. Yeah. So. I just, um, like I said, I hope it's a success for. Because I don't want to see abandoned hotels or anything go down or shut. or, But I could see eventually it switch or change or do something. I don't know if it's going to... I hope it makes it, but I don't... 
If I had to predict right now, I don't see this having major longevity for the price they're charging. I, I really hope it succeeds, basically, because I'd love to see Universal take a model and make a Harry Potter version of it, uh, where you got you went to Hogwarts and you got sorted into the houses and all that type of stuff. And me, Lisa, and JJ would probably have more fun doing that. And as much as we love Star Wars, we'd probably enjoy the Harry Potter one experience more. So. Yeah, well, I um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what comes out of this. How, how it goes. I mean, I'm sure at the beginning it's going to start off like gangbusters because it's a brand new toy. You got all the geeks like uh, from my favorite show to Big Bang Theory. I mean, these people that go to Comic-Con I that love it, that I could see that whole trend being the Star Wars Hotel, if you follow me. But I don't know, again, if... I don't know if Leonard and all those guys and Penny and all are going to go back for multiple stays is what I, I don't think. You know, and, and of all the things that so-called so were delayed due to COVID and stuff like that. So you got, and, you know, Tron and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy coasters supposedly delayed because of COVID and all that. This would seem like the one that should have been delayed. Because yeah, absolutely. this is a very personable experience and you're going to want to meet people face to face. You're going to you're going to interact with uh, people playing parts. You're going to meet aliens. I don't want to do all that with a face mask on. No, I you don't. Know? So, John, I was it, it was like today I had a rental car and uh, I, I mean, I didn't have my Kia on my way home on Friday. All of a sudden. I'm bragging about my key. I'm like, this is the blah, blah, blah. Awesome, beautiful, wonderful. And then I get in the car and the service engine soon light comes on, right? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... And it ended up being fine. What it is, uh, Kia has a new update. You, Who knows? Your car is a couple, a little bit. What year is yours? 19. Yeah, yours is a couple years newer than mine. So I don't know if it'll come yet, but it... It's uh, what you call it, an emissions deal that it came on for the check to emissions. And here it's a computer update. And it's not covered under my warranty, of course. They consider now with these cars, the computer updates, John, the same as an oil change or brake job. Because the computer has to be updated to make the car run efficient. It makes it run better and it makes it last longer. You get what I'm saying? So no, the update was $159 yeah. is what it was. So while I'm there, the dude goes, uh, well, Mr. Davis, he calls me back. We got this fixed, but your cabin filter and your engine filter are due. 49 and 39. So, yeah, I could go to AutoZone and get it for 29 and 39, but he already has it in there, so just be done with it. You follow me, John? It's it's minus yep. 3 degrees here in New Jersey. I don't feel like changing the cabin filter. And then he goes, by the way, you... You're due for your flush of your fluids for your antifreeze. And, John, again, it's minus three degrees. So the last thing I want is a problem with my antifreeze. Wouldn't you say, John? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's something you want to uh, worry about too much. Yeah, so that'll be 139, sir. And they're great there, and I don't feel like they're getting me, but it, it just seems like. And the other thing is the guy goes to me, and this is, and I get it. He goes, Mr. Davis, we have these parts in inventory. We might not in two weeks <laughs> <laughs> or next month. He goes, because we we have cars sitting here for weeks because we can't get parts in. So I said, yeah. And when he said that, I was like, yeah, go ahead, buddy. So $447 later, she's running great again. And, uh, 
and it never was running bad, John. Just the light came on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The light came on. You spent five hundred dollars. I went, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And no different. I drove it home yesterday, and it was driving the same way. You know, it's like uh, five hundred bucks. You think maybe I could squeal some wheels with her or something? Yeah, John. yeah. We well, should have had him, Doug. You should have had him change the air out the tires because yeah. that needs to be done every once in a while. You know? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. But you know how it is. But but anyhow, I don't know. I uh, I I I was pretty sad, John. Yeah, I was not happy at all with that. And but anyhow, I went to the Enterprise dealer, and just out of precaution, we reserved a car. And when we reserved the car, I. I, I went back today to cancel it because the reason I reserved it because when the service engine light came on, until they tested it, I had no idea what was going to be wrong with it. And again, like the guys tell me about parts, I was nervous that I might not have the car for a week. So I went back to return it today. I went to the Enterprise today to just let the people know that I'm not going to need the car instead of just not showing up. They didn't take any money from me anything, but I think it's the right thing to do to cancel the reservation. What do you think? Yeah, 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 sure. So when I'm in there, I'm talking to this nice girl. She's renting a car, and we were talking back and forth. And there's something about the mask on. When you're talking to people, you don't even feel like you get to know anybody, do you? That's the moral to the whole story. Do you feel like you know anybody when you're talking to them with a mask on? There's people. I've I've been in transportation now for two years. There's people I don't know what their uh, face looks like. No. You know, I've worked with them every day, probably six out of seven days for the last uh, two years, and I don't know what the hell they look like. So I see them on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, that's that. Oh, yeah. all right, that's Sally, huh? Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> so. it, it just feels so impersonal, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when you got a smile like mine, John, you want to turn on the charm a little bit. I got nice dimples. You know, I want to show them off every once in a while, John. This yeah, mask thing yeah. isn't isn't good. It's not conductive to your uh, no. Captain Handsome, no. uh, Captain Handsome O'Keefe. You know, it just doesn't fit. So. No, when when you're as handsome and beautiful as I am, dude, you want to show it off, you know. And it's sad when I can't. Oh my God, my dog is about ready to drive me nuts, John. It sounds like it. Yeah, you know, here you wandering around chasing him. <laughs> yeah, he keeps barreling in and out of the room, in and out of the room. He's he's being a jerk today. Now he just flopped down. Did you hear him? <laughs> he, he's about ready to get his butt kicked. Uh, did you hear the other great news too, John? And what is that? Oh, that Chapik and Iger and all the Disney bigwigs got a major raise for the 2021 season of Disney. I mean, well, the, the way they, they rent the parks. So they couldn't afford all the prices had to go up because they have to make the the bottom line, right, John? Uh, but of course, uh, how much you think Chapik's salary went up, John? I, I you know you get to that point, I have no idea. Who knows? Okay, last year in 2020, he made 14.1 million. The poor guy. The GoFundMe's had to go. They have to go up. So. Disney had to raise all ticket prices. They have to charge you for Lightning Lane. They got to charge you for everything. The portion sizes are so much smaller because we're doing it for you. We're charging you for parking. We took away Magical Express. We're charging you for everything. So we could pay Chapik an $18 million raise, John. He made $32 million last year. Must be nice. 
Yeah, but your raise takes its good old time. Okay, listen to this. You know, Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy earned $11 million in 2020. In 2020. What do you think she earned last year, John? Uh, 17. No, John, you can't scrimp on her like that. Try $21.7 million, John. Dismissed Chief Financial Officer. Outgoing Chief of Communications, John. He earned seven and a half million dollars, Johnny. I mean, I, you need to make JJ a chief of communications, John. <laughs> I need to be chief of communications. And then listen to what our favorite butthead of all time made last year, John. What do you think Mr. Iger made, even though he stepped down? What do you think his salary was that he got a bonus in 2021? What he made? 28.4. Try $45.9 million this jerk made. $46 million. Yes. Oof. Yeah. But we got to pay for lightning lane, John. And that's the reason why I got a bitter, disgusting, horrible taste in my mouth. When these four people made, let me see, 40, 46, 56, 66, 67, $107,000 between the four, $107 million between the four of them, John. And you got to screw that family of four out of the 60 bucks to see Rise of the Resistance that they already paid for to get through the gate. That's the, that's the reason why my brain goes when I read all this stuff, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, they could share some of that with cast members, could they? Yeah, no, you don't deserve it, John. You just do everything. You know, and then you got... Uh, the, the Disney's granddaughter out in California complaining that cast members are sleeping in their cars and are homeless because they don't make enough money, but these jerks keep giving themselves... This isn't even the rest of all the higher management to run all the other parks. How many hundreds of millions of dollars is that between them all? It's just ridiculous that Bob Chapik, with everything that was going on last year, made $32.5 million, John. Yeah, when you get to that executive level, I guess all of a sudden you can just determine your own salary. I don't know. It pisses me off, though, Johnny. Uh, tell me we didn't see this one coming, John. Did me and you both call this the day the, the, the part of the park was done? Construction at, Woody, at Woody's Lunchbox to expand covered seating in Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Disney... Finally, we'll be addressing the rather severe lack of shade covering the area of Toy Story Land. <laughs> That's an understatement there, isn't it? Yeah, but this is why they make 70-some million dollars between the two jerks, right? Me and you, they two knuckleheads. Yeah, me and you, two jerks, a bus driver and a, and a taper that sniff way too much sand and dust knows that there's way too much sun in that area of the park. My wife is like, the sun here is ridiculous. Like, we all notice it, but the people making all this money had no clue. But anyway, they're doing new construction on Woody's Lunchbox. Construction walls are up around the rear seating area, quick service eatery. There's going to be a major new canopy put up in that whole area, John. Wow, genius. Yeah. What took you so long? Can't imagine you need it shade in Florida. Uh, why? It's oh, it's the Sunshine State. Uh, yeah. No, I just I, I just 
That never made any sense to me. And the other thing, that goes to show you, show you the cheapness of them, though, John, with the new administration. Like anybody says, Walt was about money, blah, blah, blah. But Walt did plant a hell of a lot of monster trees throughout the parks to make it look like they've been there forever. Didn't he when Disney World was originally built? Yeah, yeah. And it's not like, uh, you know, there, supposedly there's a story that Animal Kingdom's parking lot tells, and that's why it's supposed to be so barren and stuff like that. There's no story that uh, uh, Toy you know, Story uh, Land tells. Andy's backyard tells. I mean, if anything, a backyard is full of trees and shade. So I don't, I don't know what their point was. I mean, so. Yeah, what they should have did is put two monster trees back there and put like a hammock strung between the two of them that made like some kind of cover somewhere. There you go. There you go. They're kind of like the, you know, the shade canopies they used to have in uh, or, uh, up front at Epcot around the pin traders. Yes. You know, you could have made something like that and made it look like a hammock. That would have been a good idea. A hundred percent. Thank you, John. Every once in a while, I get a good one. I mean, you imagine that. But yeah, you'd, you'd think they would have took a bunch of trees from around property or back in their greenhouses that they have supposedly all these trees that match the trees that exist. You know they have a ton of them growing on property, John, that they could have transplanted. They should have put or, another, a bunch of 15, 20 trees back there. Or they may have experience making fake trees. I don't know yes. why I would say that. They do? Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse and the Tree of Life. Yeah. You know, two monster fake trees that they could have then did the thing where you're talking. Two big old fake palm trees and then slung a hammock between the two of them. A hundred percent. How nice would it have been to have a bunch of trees along uh, Slinky Dog? It would have made more sense. I think it would have even made the ride look nicer than, than this big... I mean, I love Slinky Dog. It's probably, we got to do top 10 rides again, John, because I know Slinky Dog's in my top 10 now. And it would have made it even look better than just his, the big, he looks awesome, but when you're up close, it's like something's missing, if you follow me. I think it needs more greens and life around it. Don't you agree? Yeah, yeah, I think that whole area would have been well served with more more foliage. Yeah, so there you go, Johnny. Uh, listen to this one. Uh, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort has some big plans for its pools and recreation area, according to recent permit filings with the Florida District. The plan calls for two new pools, including two water slides and a water activity pool. Hey! Yeah. The new pool area is proposed to be built next to the existing main feature pool on a piece of the land that is currently a playground. In the permits filed, the playground is relocated to an area on the other side of the main feature pool, near the pool bar and lap pool. The Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin already has one of the best main pool areas in Walt Disney World. In addition, in addition would it enhance the resort's appear even, appeal even further. Yeah, they do have a really nice pool area and pool bar. You've been there before. I walked past it. I didn't really look at it a whole lot. I don't think we got a drink or anything at the pool bar, but I like the idea of having the playground right by the pool bar. That sounds perfect. <laughs> hey, Johnny, go play over there. You'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Judith Lee's trying to call me, John, as we're recording. And we're recording on the phone, so I can't even accept it, John. All right. I wonder, awesome. what, I wonder why Hi, she... Hi, Judith. Hi, Judith. <laughs> so she knows we didn't forget about her, but... I'll have to call her after the show, but I wonder if she's reading my mind that I'm picking on her Tommy boy. Probably. But no, I really love the Swan and Dolphin. You've I've said that for years, haven't I? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the only reason we haven't stayed there is, and I guess it's changing now anyway, because all of Disney's now going to the nickel and diming thing and aspect. And I never, I don't, I just don't like that. You know, I don't want to check in and then all of a sudden I have to pay for parking and then all of a sudden I have to pay for a, a resort fee and a tax and all that type of stuff. I always liked Disney where it was this price and up, the, you're done. You mm-hmm. know, and if it's 167, it's 167. You're not going to check in and it's 239. A hundred percent. And we've said it for years. I said this to somebody the other day on the phone that when I used to stay at Riverside and I would get one price, I knew I was paying for Magical Express. I knew I was paying for parking because it was more for that hotel than any hotel equivalent to it around the area. But I could pretend that I wasn't paying for it because they weren't slapping it in my face. Am I wrong? They're beating you over the head with it. So just make one price. Like we've even said with these tickets and this and that, it's it's five dollars here, ten dollars there, twenty dollars here, twenty five there, thirty here. It starts to get to the point where you're just, it, it starts ruining your good time. And I even you agree with that. Yeah, and that's that's why we haven't been on a cruise is because I don't like that. I don't like I, I don't like the aspect of going on a cruise and then all of a sudden you're beat up with all that type of stuff. You know, I like. Knowing what my and then determining what I want to buy and not that you check out and all of a sudden you're you're slapped with all these fees. So, well, it's the problem with the world. The problem we're having in this country, period, is I love to magic your way. You get up, you get there faster. You go get your fa- you sign up. Whoever does it first gets rewarded. You got to actually work. The problem with our country now is nobody wants work and everybody wants to get paid. And and I, yeah, I it's and, becoming and, the American way. They think money is the answer to everything, and there's no, there's nothing better to teach young kids or anybody that a good day's work is worth more than paying, getting a free ride. Am I wrong? Yeah, and there's a, but there's a lot of people paying for it. I mean, every day I hear on the bus that people what lightning lanes are they're doing and stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of people that are just getting sucked right into paying for it. Yeah, so. be well, dirty, dirty uh, uh, cult. The cult that Disney can do no wrong, and it's sad because it's uh, it's it's hard to put the uh, put the uh, what do they say the back in the box? What's the oh, saying? Yeah. Uh, Pandora or what? No, I don't know it's, what. It's hard to put the horse back in the barn. How about that? No, say it that way. Oh, well, speaking of that, Doug, I heard the funniest conversation today. Uh, Obviously, people just got down here. Um, They just checked into Animal Kingdom Lodge, and they were on their way over to Animal Kingdom, and they were talking to each other about what they were going to do just today. Just today. And uh, she was like, well, we're going to let's jump into Animal Kingdom and we'll do Kilimanjaro safaris. And then we'll run over here to Pandora and we'll get on Flight of Passage. And then we'll we'll hop on the bus and head over to Hollywood Studios and we'll get Star Wars knocked. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, you're kidding, right? Why don't you put, go ahead and get Ratatouille done today while you're at it? Yeah. I mean, uh, come on, lady. <laughs> so she's in for a rude awakening. Seriously. I'd go, uh, I would go back to her. So are you J-Lo's cousin? or who's taking you to all these rides what what special uh, vip ticket do you have yeah no kidding she might have got kilimanjaro safaris done that'd be about it yeah so. it's it's crazy though like i said i talk to my aunt all the time and when she calls the magic kingdom disney and it cracks me up they don't they don't know but uh skyliners are going to be a close for a short shorter than originally planned but the Skyliner is going to be down. 
they seem like they're under repair all the time, which I'm glad they are because I don't want to get stuck on them. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not going to complain about a, a thing dangling in the sky having to get done. You know what? Preventive maintenance is important on something like that. So I'm going to go ahead and allow that one. Uh, yeah, they're down this week, and actually that's the one I had this morning, Caribbean Beach, Devcott. So it was a, a different one because I haven't done a Caribbean Beach to have gotten a long time now. So. Yeah, well, they're down from the 23rd to the 28th is what they're saying. Yep, so. yep this week. So. And I'm sure Disney's going to give uh, people staying there a little money back because of uh, the inconvenience of not having the Skyliners, the same way they do in the monorails down at the major resorts. Don't they give people money back for that, don't they, John, for the inconvenience? Honestly... Doug, if anything, there's as many people that would rather prefer to take the bus to Epcot as the Skyliners because the Skyliners pick up from that one location. And when we drive the bus to Caribbean Beach, we make, there's six stops in, in Caribbean Beach. And we're able to pick up, you know, right outside your room as opposed to you having to make your way to the Skyliner station. So, I mean, if you've been there before and you rode the Skyliner, and you've kind of got that initial, woo, that was fun type of, and you just want to get to the park, you're just as happy to see my bus. So, well, if you were I, would, bus, I would want the, I would want the Skyliner, but that's me. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, throw your bone. That's one of the reasons what what's one of the selling yeah, points right, right sure. now is staying at the Skyliner Resort. Sure. Just like, uh -huh. dude, tell me, when if the monorail is down and you're staying at Contemporary or one of them, that's the reason why you're staying there yep. mostly. I mean, absolutely. And, those and, three, I mean, yeah. oh, those three, absolutely. So. And you get, and it wasn't running all that time. Like what? And but they weren't dropping prices; they were raising prices. Yep. Mike Evans just caught a touchdown. John making it a game. It's twenty-seven twenty. He just caught like a forty-yarder. How much time's left? Four minutes. They got time left. A couple more, <laughs> couple more pass interference, roughing the passers. You're right back in it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so, oh, speaking back in it, John, uh, this week musical group Viva Gaia returns to Disney's Animal Kingdom, Kingdom bringing their daily high energy Caribbean street party to Discovery Island. And I'm, I love whenever they bring any of the entertainment back, John, because that's a major part of what I love about the parks. Oh, live music, the piano at uh, Casey's Corner, the piano at, uh, uh, the Rosen Crown uh, area, you know, Voices of Liberty. I mean, uh, the uh, Marachi Band in Mexico, uh, uh, the Chainsaws in Canada. Oh wait, not, no. maybe not that last one. No. no, not the Chainsaws. No. I want the power. Uh, I wouldn't mind having the uh, my boy, my boy with the uh, over at the Animal Kingdom with the electric. Yeah, the electric harp thingy. Yeah, the electric uh, harp. Cool he was incredible. Yeah. I I rocked out to him, John. I would stand in front of him with a cigarette lighter. <laughs> uh, folks if you're younger and you don't get that think of your cell phone lighting up at a concert <laughs> yes exactly that's for old that's for our older folk john not the young yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you know you know i used to on the way to death leopard i'd stop and buy a freaking lighter just so i could uh, have one because i didn't smoke so Oh, that's hysterical, John. Yeah. I, I, love I, bites, man. Love bites. You better get, better have that lighter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pour some sugar on me. Uh, now, that, that wasn't a lighter song. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anywho, I'm glad that we hardly have any listeners, so that doesn't really out you too bad. <laughs> uh, 
Did you hear the the trading? I mean, the uh, Discovery Island. They're closing the trading post or whatever. Now they're just gonna have a. Uh, like vending machines outside, John? Discovery Island, the trading post. Uh, just, uh, out of the wild is permanently closed. My bad. I was I was just reading the Discovery Island, and it kind of got in my mind. The Rams just fumbled the ball, and you guys have it on the 30-yard line, John. God bless America. Yeah, they, the ref put the Vaseline on again. Oh, no, no. Yeah, but anywho, yeah, out of this wild, permanently closing at Rakifi Planet Watch at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'm really sad about that, John. Out of so and oh, the little gift shop in the back. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I wonder, but they're what they're saying is it's permanently closing, and they're they're just filling it with vending machines, and it's permanently going to be gone. Sounds like a. A uh, similar instance of Aunt Polly's on Tom Sawyer's Island never never being reopened. There's yeah. your restaurant bar right there, Doug. Yeah, something needs to be there, dude. If they're gonna keep that at the at the Magic Kingdom, they need to uh, they need to make it advantageous for people to want to go. I mean, it's sad. And here too, like uh, I think I love Rakifi's Planet Watch. I love going in with the veterinarians and all, but. I think they should even add more. I thought they should have a restaurant out there too, John. Yeah, they need to, they need something more than learn how to draw uh, Mickey Mouse back there to to draw people back there. So, I mean, it, it, I think at one time when I worked the trains, it was it was fairly popular because they had the the petting zoo, they had the veterinarian clinic. That, you know, there's um, some stuff back there, but I don't know. Ever since COVID, it's just been cut back and cut back. So. Yeah, but how cool would it be to hop on a train and head out and have lunch out there? Yeah, right over there. Have some kind of really cool uh, African-Indian-themed restaurant back there. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. I think it would be awesome, actually. We'll see. But it was sad. I hate when anything old closes like that. Especially to put stupid vending machines in. Keep somebody working out there. Now they don't. it's one last cast, cast member that has a job. Uh, uh, entrance revealed into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for Galactic Star Cruiser travelers at Walt Disney World, John. They got the new entrance ready. Fancy, fancy. Buses are ready. The entrance is ready. Yeah. With the official opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, or Galaxy Star, Galactic Star Cruiser just over a month away, work is wrapped Wrapping up inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on a special entrance for visiting travelers from the Halcyon, Halcyon, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N. What's it supposed to be, John? Uh, it's not all that's supposed to be the space station that you're staying at, the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon, I think. is. Okay. The sounds close enough, anyway. The entrance is located next to First Order Cargo across from the milk stand. I know where that is. I've seen that when we were there, that area. Yeah. And, and will be used by Galactic Star Cruiser guests for an a, a included ex, excursion in the Batu. See, and this is me too, John. Okay, let me finish reading. In a sim, in simple itinerary, a trip to Batu takes place on day two of the voyage, with transport shuttle leaving at 8.15 a.m., the stay at Batu includes a ride on Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and Millennial Falcon, Falcon Smuggler's Run, followed by lunch at Docking Bay 7, food and cargo. The return shuttle to the Star Cruiser is at 12.40 p.m. 
Uh, Disney has developed special transportation shuttles that Johnny wish he could get the job for. That will include onboard screens to block the view backstage and continue the story of Star Wars Adventure during the short ride from the Star Cruiser building to Disney's Hollywood Studios. The maiden voyage is on my beautiful wife's birthday, March 1st, John. Well, happy birthday. And test flights are expected during late January into February. So maybe you'll get to sign up for a test flight, John. Yeah, uh, I've been shooting back and forth some messages with uh, some of the trainers that I know that are doing that. And I'm hoping that they do allow us to at least get an idea because at some point we'll have another bid and there'll be other people that want to bid that. And, and I want to make sure it'll be worth doing, you know, because I know it's about a three minute drive. So I don't know how how long that would stay interesting <laughs> you know oh i'm sure it'd be fun for the first three weeks kind of like pirates of the caribbean was but then after that it's ho, ho, get... ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the sad yeah, part the good part is not the sad part the good part is john if they take a few of the bus drivers which are probably going to be seniority on you that clears some of the way for you to get better bids Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm number 1258 right now out of 1697, I think. So I'm moving up. So it's, we're getting there. But uh, yeah, yeah. The next time I actually, I'm still in the pool right now, which basically means I fill in wherever they need me. But because of my seniority, I'm early in the pool. So that means I get early hours, but I don't have the consistent schedule. So next time I might actually be able to have a consistent schedule and uh probably if anything it would be like real early so i might have like you know five to three o'clock every day but it would be around five instead of one day five one day six one day seven so yeah i i think what they should do with this uh the galactic star cruiser and these guests i think they should open up uh the, the land over at star wars land for uh galaxy i mean for rise of the resistance I think they should have them like in the park at like 7.30 and let them go on early and get it done so it isn't backing up the rest of the people that are paying for the one day. Like, And then they'll have the whole land in them. I think they should have the whole land in themselves too for not just to take away from them. Like maybe you keep the land closed until 9 and give it to the, 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 the guest here from like 7.30 to 9 o'clock to get it done, if that makes sense. And then, they, then if they want to stay a little longer, that's fine. The, the peruse the area but they shouldn't be allowed to go back on again yeah i guess it's getting those people up at seven o'clock to get over there you know well, we're on vacation. We or that. okay how I'm about we, okay then how about we do this then yeah they come in after the park closes like these they love these extra parties at every other park how about they make them come in at like 8 30 to 10 you know what? And if it was dark, it would look like it was space. Yes, it would be awesome. So how about, like, again, I understand you're paying a lot, but I still think you're pissing on all the people that paid for the day. And, and I don't like that at all. Again, I don't like money buying everything, but I also think it would be a better experience if, like, yeah, maybe at 8.30 when Hollywood Studios, that usually closes at, like, 8.30, doesn't it? Yeah, it's closing at 8, 9 right now. So. Yeah, so, okay, you shut... Sometimes 7. Yeah, you, well, you shut that area down at 8, 8.30, and then you give it to the people that, from the Galactic Star Cruiser from 8.30 to 10.30 or 8.30, 8 to 10, and they can have yeah, the whole area to themselves. 
they don't have to wait in any line. Yeah, and they can just shoot around, and do all they want. So they paid his fortune. So let him. But then, then you're also like you said, you're not interfering with the normal, normal day visitors. So. Yeah, like our our lovely Judith that gets up at the crack of dawn at five o'clock to make sure she's on at seven to try to get a, a virtual queue. Am I wrong? Yep, exactly. So I mean, you got like again. I am just so tired of not being rewarded for hard work. You know, I mean, in some ways, doesn't just getting up and going to work and doing the right thing count for anything, John? Not a whole lot. <laughs> well, that's the way they're teaching our kids right now. And we don't want to work, let machines do everything, and just pay for it if you have it. Other than that, a hard day's work doesn't mean anything anymore. Walt Disney World opens a temporary COVID-19 testing site in partnership with the Ocala, Ocala County, John. So, they're doing some testing. Me and Judith got into that on the show, too, about uh, how they make all you cast members make sure you're vaccinated and everything else like that. Well, if they're really that dedicated to the vaccination, then they shouldn't let anybody in the park that isn't vaccinated. Yeah, if if yeah, that's what you believe in. Yep, and if that's what you believe in, but no, because that would probably cut off like 40% of the population giving them money, so Bob couldn't get his $46 million. That's the only thing about it. It's all about money when it comes down to that. Like, it's not about money when it comes to your safety, John, but when it comes to our, your, I mean, no, it's, not, it's about money. They want you to have it for you to put the screws to you to make sure you're vaccinated, which I'm vaccinated, you are, we're not against it. But when it comes to your safety, John, they don't care about you because they're going to let unvaccinated people in the park. As far as that's their values that every one of you cast members have to be. I don't know how you can. It's hypocritical, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's funny because there's uh, I, I know some of the Facebook posts that I've seen out there with the anti-vaxxers are like, well, if you're going to require me as a, a guest at a, or a, a customer at a restaurant to show a vaccine card, well, then I want to see the vaccine card of all the waiters and cooks and everything like that. We're on the other side of the spectrum. So, yes. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> we're, we're the ones that have to be vaccinated. And uh, so it's, it's funny. It's the exact opposite of what those people are complaining about. No, and uh, again, like I, I know people are out there saying that, uh, it a hundred percent, like you got doctors out there saying that there's been no proof yet that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, affect the, uh, like younger, if you're a younger person and you're afraid because you want to have kids or whatever like that, that's your beliefs. That's what, that's what our forefathers fought for, for the right to choose. Am I wrong, John? It's America. So if they're worried about if they're, something's going to happen to them, I get it because there's doctors saying nothing will, but. It's only been out for a couple of years. I don't think we'll really know what these vaccines do to anybody for a while from now. What do you think? I I don't know. I, I just know I've put so much stuff in my body uh, that doctor said was okay. So no. doctors say it's okay. It's okay. I uh, get it, but theory. I again, that's what I, I again I agree with you. That's why I got it. But I can't argue with somebody saying they're worried about. You know, four or five years from now, if they can't have, they, there's nobody that, there's no test yet because it hasn't been out long enough. But your Tampa Bay just tied the game. It's 27 all, John. Goodness gracious. Yep. It's 27 all. Fournette just on a fourth and one from the six yard line broke a tackle and took it in on a fourth and one. 
Uh, I do love the Muppets Rainbow at the Epcot at Spaceship at uh, Spaceship Earth, John. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty, isn't it? Yep. And I still can't believe the amount of money these idiots are paying for this figment popcorn bucket, John. <laughs> did you see I, my did you see my tweet this week, Doug? I think it was after we did the show last week. Yeah, flavor flavor running around the parks with boxes. <laughs> that yeah. yeah, was so funny. This dude about twenty years old, nineteen or twenty, he comes busting out of Epcot. He's got three of them swung around his neck. He thinks he's the he's the man among men right now. Well, the crazy part is, you know how that gold necklace with all the diamonds in it that Flavor had around his neck or whatever, he had the clock? I bet you those popcorn buckets, those three popcorn buckets are worth more than Flavor Flav's clock. (laughs) Probably. You know what I'm saying? You know how expensive that is? Yep. You know, I mean, that's that's crazy how... uh, how uh, much they went for. I mean, when my buddy John texted me that day about you getting him one, I was just like, okay, he'd have a better chance of getting you a new car than he would get you <laughs> one of those popcorn buckets. Uh, maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, after the, the fervor dies down and if they still have plenty, then then I'll probably try to go out there sometime and get Lisa one. And if I do, I'll get I'll get your buddy one too. But well, I'm certainly not trying right now. So Well, right now they're saying the fury is over. The the popcorn buckets are completely sold out. They have zero okay. left. Well, and if they're out, they're out. I mean, so. Yeah, so we're kind of uh, – we're kind of uh, – figmented out right now but i have never seen anything like it i mean i did go on ebay and the average one i was seeing was between like anywhere between like 250 and 600 hours for one that's what people are selling them for that doesn't necessarily mean they actually anybody actually bought them for that price no john i seen bids on these Okay. I was looking at bids on a lot. Well, now of that they're sold out, then now that they're sold out, then it might go back up. So I don't know. That's incredible. It's a freaking popcorn bucket. I mean, seriously. People, and it's gonna end dragon. up like I got to go get another. Uh, I I got to do another sweeping of my attic. It's like every three or four years, I find I I I literally think all my junk has babies up in my attic because it's. I like, believe it. I I absolutely believe that is true. Because I have already gotten, years ago, I already got a dumpster and put it on my property to throw stuff out. Because we had so much stuff, like old stuff that, it wasn't like junk, but it was just like we had nowhere to put it. And it took less time than going to the dump to get rid of it. So I got a dumpster. But now I I could get another one, I think. I think they're multiplying upstairs. Yeah, it's amazing how stuff just, uh, it just, you're right. They have babies. Yes, so it's like I just where that figment popcorn bucket will end up if I had one, it would end up up in the shelf here. What like what would what would I do with it for? Like why would I if I got it for free? Like down there would end up on the shelf and I'd be happy. But if it and that's en- the, th- the thing is, Doug. Like if you do have uh, suppose your your wife, your girlfriend, or your daughter, or your son, or if somebody's a, a crazy figment, right? And this is what they want for their birthday. Imagine all the other miscellaneous figment stuff you could buy for them instead of one popcorn bucket. You know, I mean, the amount of stuffed animals and little figurines, and because nothing else is in, in, increased in value. No, it's just a stupid popcorn bucket. So, yeah, like a it, lot of the, yeah. a lot of that is going to be um, people thinking that it's going to hold its value and stuff like that. And it, a, a lot of times, eBay will go crazy and stuff like that, and it just doesn't last. You yeah. know, because Eventually, everybody that really wants one will have one. 
and then who's going to pay a ridiculous price for one? You and know what the, I mean? And the crazy so. part is, is like with me, I've told the stories a million times that I collected NASCARs. And there was times when I got these cars that I bought them for 45 because they were being held for me. And I could have got them. I could have got 400 that week for it from collectors because they were limited of a 1500 made or something like that. You know what I mean? But I yep. held on to it because it could be worth 4,000 when I'm done yep. with it. it. Yep. Yep. Now that same car is up in my attic. I'd be lucky to get the 45 hours back for it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a guessing game on all of that stuff. The thing that popcorn bucket, it may, you know, three years from now, it may be worth $500 or it may be worth uh, less than the $25 that you paid for it. It's yeah. really just a guessing game. So yeah. it might only be worth if you put popcorn in it again and sold it with the popcorn. <laughs> in it. You might find them in a thrift store in a while. And, and I mean, if they really were limited and that's it, then they might hold some kind of value. But I know, I know people were, you know, when like frozen was out, people were collecting like Olaf and Sven stuff because it's going to be worth. No, it's not. It, that stuff is, there's so much of it. No. You can find all that in thrift stores right now for nothing. So. No, it, it's a shame. Be, and, and if we've learned anything from Disney, again, after we just seen these salaries or these money-grubbing bums, uh, they will sell it till it bleeds and it's worth nothing. They don't care about you. Like you talked about with Vinyl Nation and everything. Anything that we like as guests that we think is collectible and they realize they can make money off it, they will... They I, I think... I think they'll redo a figment bucket and put a different color on it. Like, uh, yeah. one of the, one yeah, of the, you understand what I'm getting at? Yep. Yeah, they'll find another way to, to do the same thing. and, and to, Or they'll find another character that's somehow as popular and make it a series or something. Yeah, yeah, because they did it with Vinylmation. They did it with pins. They did it with everything. Everything is it's not enough just to have one collectible. You've got to, you've got to squeeze that penny. Yeah, like don't put a necklace on him or something just to change it up exactly. a little bit. Just to make it where all the same knuckleheads. He's wearing a cape now. Oh my God, I got to go back. It'll be the same idiots in line to wait four hours to get this popcorn bucket. And again, if I lived there and was retired and I seen people were paying that, yeah, I, I told Brenda, maybe me and her would have gone over and got three or four buckets made a day. Well, if you could make like 1200 bucks in a day, three hours worth of work, John, then why not? If I was telling, I was telling my son, if uh, if um, my passes were like that right now, I'd just drag him to work with me and drop him off. Here's your phone. Here's your tablet. Wait in line twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pitch into the family coffer here, kid. Yeah. yeah. There's your job. Well, yeah, John, there you for the day. There you go. Next time you know something's coming out, maybe you need to sneak Junior in the park. <laughs> All you got to do is wait in line. Yeah, but yeah, you know how Disney is. They will do something if they get this back. I think they'll try to get them back. Right now, they're sold out. And and the key word is it says for now. I could literally, yeah, I could sure. literally see them trying to get it back. And like I said, they'll they'll put something on it a little different to get all the same people in a frenzy to go back and try to buy it again. Yeah, if I have the Epcot shuttle this week, I'll keep an eye out and see if I can see. Because I know uh, at one time, supposedly the, uh, which, who's it called? It's in Pandora, the uh, the little dragon puppet doohickers, yeah. you know, um, the Banshee uh, puppets were yeah. supposedly sold out. And I might have actually saw the tent backstage where there was hundreds of them stored so you know i might see a box a big box just full of figments back so yeah you just might 
But yeah, it's 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 uh, it's crazy. Like I said, if we were there and I would have just seen it and bought one, which we've never collected a popcorn bucket, so I probably would have never got one. But if I would have, would ended up in my office here, and it would would have been something that I had to get the old duster out and clean it off. Is about all it'd be worth to me. Yeah, see, we've got we've got a bunch of them. Um, Lisa has. We've got the Millennium Falcon, the the Tie Fighter. Uh, there was another Star Wars one. We didn't get the Sandcrawler. That's the one I like. I haven't got that one yet. And then she's also got Cinderella's coach. Well, and... the one I liked is the piece of junk. Remember, I told you if you got me that, I would have liked that because I liked the Millennium stuff. Falcon one. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, actually, I got that one for free uh, last Christmas when COVID was going on. They had gift bags made up for all the cast members, and that was included because uh, they had those out right when COVID hit. And so they were left with gobs of them. So no, I would have, I would have liked that because it was cool looking. But me and Brenda, I can honestly say, I don't think in the, I don't even know how many trips we've had, but I don't think we ever bought popcorn. I don't think we ever You've never po- tried the maple popcorn no, in Canada. No, I don't think me and her aren't. I'm not the you type of guy like that wants popcorn seeds, uh, popcorn in my. Uh... You don't even like Disney. You have not eaten popcorn. No, I can honestly. You watch the parade. No, I don't, don't watch like the parade, Disney. dude. You don't like Disney. You're no, lying to me. No. I don't. I don't like the parades. I don't. I like them. Dude. I, I like them in the background, but I don't. I have never, dude. I have never even sat and watched the parade. I think the longest I've ever, the only parade I ever sat and and would stand there and watch the entire one was Tapestry of Nations. That was it. Man, there, there's something special about getting a Coke and a popcorn from that that popcorn stand right there on Main Street on the left-hand side as you come in, and then the prairie comes by, and you just stand there with your balloon acting like a big kid. That's me. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll get the popcorn kernel stuck in my teeth. That's fine. I don't care. I'm on Main Street eating popcorn. Hey, John, we need to go do this. I didn't even realize it might be my calling. Walt Disney World seeking actors and singers for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I, I can imagine you singing the Star Wars songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be saying horrible things about Luke the whole time I was in. <laughs> I think Luke is my least favorite character of all the Star Wars characters, to be quite honest with you. That's all right, because Ray's mine. So. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. I don't, I don't, my, my favorite is, uh, is Harrison Ford. I can agree with you on that one. Yeah. And I think, because, you know, you know, after he retired from being a space pilot, then he became an archeologist yes. in 1934. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like Harrison Ford. I, I, I like, uh, well, I got a lot. I, I mean, even though I don't, I liked him in Jumper and a couple other movies, but I think, uh, What's his face? Uh, the one that played young uh, Darth Vader is the worst ever actor. I think uh, him yeah, and Luke. I think him and Luke are up for the worst actor awards in Star Wars history. The kid in the, the kid in the first one that played Anakin, he's yeah. atrocious. Yeah, he ha- was. He was Hayden Christensen, I think his name is. Yeah. yeah Supposedly he was, he, though, he's coming back on Disney Plus, play reviving that role. Yeah, hopefully he plays. Uh, I mean, he's an adult now, so hopefully he's a better actor. So. Yeah. And what's going on with this, John? Cherry Dole Whip and Cherry Pineapple Swear are... Oh, come on. Why can't see, Doug, just what we were saying. You have something that's good and everybody likes it, but you can't just leave it alone. Nope. 
The cherry Dole Whip is now five twenty-five. We ordered both the cherry and the swir and the swirl soft serve. They were both too soft to be served in cones alone, so we were served in the cups with the cones on top. This is weird, but it, it was good anyway. When it comes to the flavor profile, we would compare it to the frozen cherry slush. They're five twenty-five, John. It's like. I don't know. It's cherry and pineapple Dole Whip swirl you can also get. Yeah. Just get a Dole Boo. Whip. Boo. Get a Dole Whip, get a citrus swirl, call it a day. Yes, I mean, we don't need cherry. Uh, it was saying here's another one. The figment popcorn bucket removed from Pop Eats. I bet you the people that work that stand are so happy that's going. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No. What do you mean I can't order three? Well, I can't have four. I waited in line for five hours. I want five. Well, sorry to tell you this, John. I feel so bad, but Cooper Cup, with like 28 seconds left, caught a 40-yard pass, and they lost 30-27. to 27. The Bucks did. Well, now I guess that means I don't have to sit and agonize over an overtime uh, uh, loss or win. So. No. Well, you might have an overtime win. Uh, repainting the Guardians of the Galaxy com Cosmic Rewind near completion. Why do they have to repaint it? I mean, it hasn't been open yet. Uh, uh, Star Traders in Magic Kingdom decorated possibly for Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Uh, what is it? Mickey Mouse, the main attraction collection, John? No, that's interesting. Inside the store, frosted panels with the 50th anniversary logo and patterns of Mickey have been erected behind the iridescent merchandise. Oh, it's pretty cool. They got a bunch of new Mickey sweater uh, t-shirts and all with the 50th anniversary. Uh, they're too uh, they're too vibrant for me or something, John. I don't. They're they're not my style. Has any of the 50th anniversary been your style? There's a, a dark blue hat that has uh, uh, the castle and the 50th logo just like in gold gold profile on the, on the front of the hat, and that's pretty nice. Um, if I find it, I'll send you a picture of it because it's kind of like understated. Um, it's not in-your-face type stuff, but it looks pretty nice. Um, but a lot of the other stuff is just too gaudy, over the top. Lisa probably. <laughs> <laughs> She don't mind doing that, but you know, I'm, uh, I don't like too much going on. I like it, you know, a little subtle. So nah, me, I'm a, I don't, I'm, I let my face speak for it. So I don't need to uh, you, have the you rest let of it, it shine. Yeah, it? yeah, I like my face pop, and I don't need the clothes distracting everybody from the face. You know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> yeah, Lisa likes all that tie dye crap and all that stuff over the top. So you know, that's what that's what you like. That's what you like. Yeah. Preview of the Mickey Mouse Main Attraction Space Mountain Collection coming this month to Shop Disney. It's pretty cool. They got a Mickey Mickey Mouse. He's a plush and a backpack and stuff. It, he's pretty cool looking. He has goggles on. He looks like an astronaut, John. Okay. It's crazy. This won't sell as much as that popcorn bucket. They should just take him over there. Him, Minnie's the same way. She has a like a, a space dress on. They should take Tim two over and stick two pieces of popcorn in them and they'll sell them out. Yeah, paint them purple. Put, put the wings on the back of them. Yeah. But I don't have much more, John, do you? 
No, I don't think so. Uh, nothing real exciting happened this week, other than the chilly temperatures. Uh, I know uh, Blizzard Beach and Blizzard Beach was is shut down for refurb anyway, and Typhoon Lagoon's been shut down the last couple of days. Uh, they're not going to be open tomorrow. They may be open by uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, though. But I know for the next 10 days, we've got actually our little winter stretch. You know, highs in the 60s and lows in the couple of uh, high 30s and low 40s. So. Uh, well, it's going to be freezing here again all week. So I'm sure it will. Sad news, too, John. Uh, God bless his family and thoughts and prayers. But the Walt Disney World pianist, Mark Anderson, passed away at 66. He passed instead of cancer here. He played the piano at Casey's Corner. So thoughts and oh, prayers go out to him. Yeah, Doug, as we age, 66 doesn't sound all that old anymore, does it? No, no. No, you hear that when you're like 18. You're like, oh, he lived a good long life at, at 50, 66. Doesn't now he's a baby. Now he's a baby. Yeah, yeah. And he's only a couple years older than me. Because I still believe I'm as stupid as I was when I was 18. I'm, I look older, but like my, I asked my grandpa when he was in his 60s, what's it like to be old, Pop Pop? He goes, I can't do move or do, but my brain still thinks the same way. I think farts are funny <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that. He goes, I still have the same sense of humor. I'm still the same person. I just, I'm old. I can't do anything. Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 The body matured, but the brain didn't. He said, I, he goes, I like girls. I like baseball. I like football and farts are funny because <laughs> I haven't changed. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Mary, Elis Mary Elizabeth Winstead joins the cast of Star Wars uh, Sokka series. You know anything about this, John? What's a Sokka series? That one, uh, or Ahsoka. Ahsoka, Ahsoka. You say Ahsoka, I say yeah. Ahsoka. Potato, uh, potato. Uh, yeah, Ahsoka is the, uh, from uh, Oh, that's Star the one Wars. with Hayden Christensen in it. Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. It was, it was uh, she was uh, uh, Anakin's Padawan. Okay, well, she's and back, And she, she popped up in, um, in uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, da, 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 Mandalorian. Yeah. Yep, well, she's rejoining, she's joining the cast of this, too, so. And that's the one with Hayden Christensen in it. Okay. So, and I've been watching, have you liked Boba Fett? Yeah, I like it. Okay, it's been pretty good. It's getting interesting. I didn't know she had robot in her. How they fixed her. Have you seen the new episode yet? No, I haven't seen it. No, I'm okay. supposed to watch it tomorrow. I'm sorry I ruined that for you. Well, apparently she has a robot in her. So. Yeah, well, you don't know who I'm talking about, so. I would imagine it's his assistant. Uh... We'll see. It might not be. Maybe it's his cat. Maybe it's his cat. <laughs> it could be. Maybe it's one of those Java twin uh, creature things. So, so. And your vacation club lounge confirmed to stay open at Epcot this year, John. Well, that's good. Yeah, nice little perk for you. I'm surprised they don't charge you like five bucks a pop to get in there. I just wish they had them all in all the parks. Uh, so do I. I'll tell you what, and tell me if I'm wrong. Club 33 is not, no, I wouldn't even know it was there if I didn't just think about it. Would you? Have you heard anything uh, about it? No, I mean, that's kind of the point though, right? I mean, it's supposed to be like a kind of a hidden little... Yeah, but like uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, like oh, Facebook, you'd think we'd see some post about it. You you see nothing about it. I, I'll tell you damn straight. If I spent the money to be there, everybody would know about Club 33. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Am I wrong, John? Oh, if you one... remember Club Thirty Three, you'd be walking around Club Thirty Three. Club, oh, you, you haven't seen a Big Bang Theory yet. Uh, the one guy Howard went to space. He was an astronaut, and when he came home, that's all he ever was. Like the, his friends would be talking about soap. We never used soap up in space. And, like every conversation was about soap. If I paid the money to join Club Thirty Three, we could be talking about Wawa. I'd say, yeah, there's no Wawa near Club Thirty Three. I mean, I'd be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I stopped to get gas. Where the gas? I stopped to get gas on the way to Club Thirty Three. Oh my! I, I like every conversation. I feel like I have to get every penny out of that, John. It start and end with a reference to Club Thirty Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, good night. God bless. I love you, Brenda. And maybe we'll be at Club Thirty Three tomorrow. <laughs> like every night. Uh, but anywho, that's all I got, John. Sorry that. What's that saying? Sorry, but not sorry. I'm sorry to yeah, your yeah. Tampa Bay loss, but I'm not sorry, John. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm a big boy. Yeah, the Gators well, have a better coach. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have a better luck with the Gators next year. Lightning uh, are still looking pretty good this year, so yeah. sports goes on. Oh, my Flyers. I think a junior hockey – I think a high school team could beat my Flyers right now, John. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of college teams that would have given uh, the Detroit Lions a run for their money. <laughs> Dude, the Detroit yeah. Lions look like uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 70s compared to the Flyers. <laughs> the Flyers might be the worst team right now in Philadelphia sports history. They are that bad. They, they're pathetic. They, like, it's disgusting how bad they're playing. And it, just abysmal it, it, dude abysmal's insulted that you use that word on the flyers flyers is the new term for disgusting or abysmal john just say flyers and i'll know what you mean <laughs> uh, dang bob Iger and all that money he makes he's a real flyer exactly that's our new term <laughs> yes this food is flyer <laughs> <laughs> Is what the new term is uh, them them silly people paying all that figment flyer um buy them popcorn buckets they're a bunch of flyers a hundred percent a hundred percent and and the last thing i will talk about me and brenda watch uh uh disney food blog uh aj do the review on uh space 220 yeah and watching everything i'm dying to get up there and see it it looks amazing but the prefix menu for $79, and I'm not saying it's expensive because it is, but it's $59 for lunch prefix. You get an appetizer and an entree. And the dinner is prefixed for $79. You get an appetizer, entree, and dessert, which that isn't crazy priced. But the menu that me and Brenda seen, and we'll have to get you to look at it, try to bring that one up on YouTube. I think the menu for the lounge is better than the menu for the the prefix menu, the prefix meal. Okay. I mean, the filet looks good, John. I'd probably get that. But if I'm going to go in there for a filet, I want to go to La Cellier. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And, again, it's it's kind of, do you go to a steakhouse and get fish? Or do you, you know, I mean, no, if I want, if I want steak in Epcot, there's like one place I'm going so yeah. it's gonna be Los Elliot. 100% so. they had a salmon to look really good but they have on the lounge menu they have these sliders that look great they have this uh, lobster roll that literally looks like it's the size of Wilt Chamberlain's foot that's how long the darn thing is 
And and I wouldn't mind going up early, late lunch, early dinner, like in between times, and try to hit the lounge. And me and Brenda get a couple small plates and a couple drinks to try it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get an idea if you if I mean, because you would hope the chef who's uh, making the price fix menu is doing the uh, lounge food too. So yeah, he is. Yeah, supposedly. So it looks really so good. Get an idea. But I don't, like, we were not in, and I'm not trying, I'm looking forward to going in here, but just the actual food, it looked okay, but like I said, the lounge food really blew it away for me. And then, like, they had these chicken and stuff like that. Me and Brenda's like, if we're going to get, the chicken looked okay, but she wasn't even totally impressed with it because she was, we were shocked. She actually, because she's like the Lou Mangiello at a food block, you know, they barely ever say anything negative. And there was multiple things that from the, menu that she didn't like i was shocked me and i had to i had to rewind it to make sure i heard it right but doug the price fix menu is kind of almost like the uh i would feel obligated like i did during when we had paid for the uh dining plan to get the most expensive item on the menu so you know yeah so if like like you if i go there and the fillets on there i'm gonna feel obligated to get the fillet just because it's gonna be the most expensive so yeah and you get a bone-in ribeye for an extra 22 ounce bone-in ribeye but it's an extra 18 dollars on top of your 80 bucks yeah so now you're at 100 bucks yeah yeah so but you know it's worth it john you're getting it at disney why would you complain about a hundred dollar ribeye I mean, 22 ounces is big. I mean, if, if me and Brenda could split that, I'm good. Because there's no... Dude, an 8-ounce filet, I'm like busting at the hips. If you fall, I, just well, I don't know. It. A 22-ounce bone-in ribeye is going to have uh, a 6-ounce bone on it. Then it's going to have probably okay. 10 ounces of fat and a big old cap on it. So, yeah, you might be down to about 10 ounces of meat by the time you're done with all the, uh, the trimmings on it. And so. all kidding aside, not trying to be cheap, but like me and Brenda with two nice sides, we could split that and we'd be stuffed. Oh, I'm pretty sure you could. Yeah, because that's how we eat. We're not big, super-duper eaters, if you follow me. So, But anyway, John, this are you parked at the, the store? I am. And you sounded good. You only weaseled out once and it was only for like a second how's the how's the signal been for you from me uh it sounded good um and that was uh other that way home so um maybe next time we'll try well maybe we'll shoot uh, uh for me trying the hills i don't know <laughs> the hills are bad so. okay which way did you go home the the way that i've gone home the last couple of times when recording so. okay well yeah that worked pretty good so oh well, this seems a good hopefully it 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 recorded well and uh go I'm, it's weird uh, tonight i'm rooting for i don't know who i want to win i wouldn't mind the bills winning i just feel bad rooting against my big 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 andy reed <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah yeah i don't know I, i'd like to see somebody different yeah so bills have never won so i'm rooting for yeah them. i don't mind the uh, bills winning so and and i, I certainly whoever wins tonight i, I certainly wouldn't mind cincinnati knocking them out that would be fun oh so. yeah uh, i'll tell you what it's going to be uh either one of those two teams i'm a big Jared burrow fan uh at cincinnati so uh, are you uh i'm a big kick i'm a big kicker fan uh okay you the LSU, you don't like lsu that's right well you know who the kicker is right he came from florida Yes, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. But no, actually, did you see that? Uh, what he told Joe Burrow when he went out there? Yeah, we're gonna win this game. Yeah. Well, yeah. he 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 was watching out there, and he said, "Yeah, we're gonna win the AFC Championship game." Then he went out there and kicked a fifty-four yard kick. Yeah, he, he was, <laughs> that's confidence, baby. Yeah, that's the way you need to be. Yep. 
But he, uh, yeah, so I'll be, I, I'm the biggest, like, my favorite quarterback right now in the entire NFL that Drew Brees retired is Josh Allen. I've had him on our fantasy team. I have fought for, I've been trying to trade for him for three years in my fantasy league because the sucker picked him right in front of me. But I just, I like that kid. I like the way he plays. He has a chip on his, I, I like him. But he's, and what I also like is he always seems to be having fun out there. You know, so I really like that kid. So I'm rooting for him. But if Burrow won, he's another one. He's a good kid. I mean, I know you don't like him with LSU, but if you look at his background, he's done a lot for people, and he's a gamer. Oh, no. uh, uh, Doug, it's not L- it's not LSU. No, I, I like Joe Burrow. He's SEC. So yeah. Um, yeah. You know, any anytime anybody from the SEC is is uh, uh, prominent, uh, it makes me happy. So yeah, yeah. yeah Joe Burrow is fine. No, as long as he's not Ohio State, that's I really don't like. Well, he left Ohio State to go to LSU and yeah, exactly. stuck it to him. So, it was great when he beat him in the national yeah. championship game. I loved it because I hate Ohio State. Being a uh, Penn State I, fan, I you hate Ohio State. I, so. I agree with that one. I'm not a big Buckeye fan. So. so, anywho, let's let this go. I got to go eat. My wife made a wonderful pork tenderloin for me tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Please, guys, head over to iTunes and leave a review. Our buddy uh, sent that review out, and he still hasn't emailed us back. So if you need to email us, Ben, it's, it's wdwmmsmpodcast at gmail.com. Please drop us a line, uh, an email. If you want to talk to us about anything, uh, email us there. Uh, everybody be kind to one another. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review because we could really use it. And say goodbye, John. Fold your strollers and bring your own sweatshirt because you don't want to pay the Disney crisis. No, you don't. I have done it before. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye-bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.